So Yusuf, thanks so much for uh, joining me this evening. Why don't you begin by just telling us uh, a bit about yourself and where you've trained till now? Yeah, so my name is Yusuf um, Kiperu. So I did my medical school in Romania and I did foundation training in the east of England as well as London. I am currently IMT3, so I've been doing my internal medicine training in the east of England and started off at Patworth, did Addenbrooke's, and I'm now in um, in Chimbrook. So I've obviously wanted to do cardiology for such a long time and like just since completing medical school, just been working really hard to try and get that portfolio yeah. sorted. So I'm quite happy to have gotten a number. Yeah, I mean, congratulations first yeah. off. Now, um, did you want to do cardiology all the way back since medical? Yeah, it was cardiothoracics initially, actually. Yeah. Um, and so I spent most of medical school like doing surgery and then realized that I wanted to do interventional. <laughs> I didn't realize I had to do medicine <laughs> and enjoy medicine. <laughs> okay, so how was your interview at IMT stage? Do you remember that? Yes. So it was, I feel like it was really good. I didn't have a lot on my portfolio at that point. So I, I wanted to do really well in the interview. I did well on the clinical stations. And I think they were mostly very basic things. So AB, it was more of an APCDE approach. And if, if you did go through things like that, you probably got a lot of points. Ironically, I, I lost point on the portfolio station in the IMT interview because apparently my portfolio was very cardio heavy okay. and one of the questions that I was asked was whether I enjoyed anything else in medicine which was very <laughs> surprising and <laughs> <laughs> and so I lost points on that station because I, I didn't expect that question because I thought you know it's, it's clear that I want to do cardiology it's a medical specialty and they won't have any problem with that but I didn't have a good answer for why um and, you know, for, for, for whether or not I wanted to do something else. I mean, I made up something about wanting to do, you know, having done a geriatrics rotation and learning about, you know, discharge planning and multidisciplinary teams. But it was a very non-convincing answer. But yeah, um, I don't remember which questions I got, but okay. yeah, I, I just, I, I remember the portfolio station, yeah. And then after your IMT interview was over, you obviously had three years to shape your portfolio and prepare for the next interview, as well as learning all the other skills. So yeah. what did you focus on yeah. over those years to try and get yourself ready? So I was very selective in um, which jobs I did for IMT one. And I wanted to do a cardiology job in IMT one because that would allow me to sort of um, get to know the consultants and get to start projects really early and finish them off yeah. before before applications yeah and so what i did is so my i was lucky enough that my imt1 job was in papworth and so i was really like speaking to consultants trying to get papers done trying to get publications because that was what i needed points for at that time and so i managed to you know get two papers done in IMT1 just before covid which is really useful because it meant yeah. that a lot of things were on hold at that point and so i would say it's very important to get very difficult things done in IMT1, which is papers um, for me was, and I think for a lot of people. And also get the first cycle of your audit done, which is what I did there as well. Um, I got the first cycle of my audit done just before COVID again. And so it meant that I could then do the second cycle in IMT2, IMT3. So yeah, does that sort of answer your question? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that for me, that for... audits and, and publications. I mean, that forward planning, I think, is really important yeah. because, like you said, a lot of this stuff takes some time, especially publications, yeah. right? Like, even once you finish, there's still a good yeah. six months before you get your PubMed ID. So, you yeah. know, really useful that that yeah. came through. And then, so was there anything before your interview 
your cardiology interview that you were particularly worried about that you hadn't done? So I really tried to maximize points. So having come from from outside the UK, so I did my undergraduate in Romania. So you don't okay. really get to do like um, an intercalated BSc. So you don't really get to score those points. And so I felt like I was missing a lot of points. And so yeah. I was I was I was very scared that I was going to lose out and compared to the other candidates. And so I tried to maximize all the points in all the other domains. And apart from teaching, apart from having a master's in teaching, I did actually manage to sort of like get maximum points and everything else. Okay. Um, that was postgrad. Yeah. Oh, great. So, I mean, yeah. ironically, yeah. looking at your your scores, you ranked full marks in this year's portfolio in your SD three cardiology interview. Yes. Yeah. 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 Compared to your IMT one where that was the, the weakness. Yeah. So, you know, that that's great to see yeah. that in the cardiology environment yeah. that that paid off. So how, how did yeah. you find that whole experience? You don't need to go into any detail about the questions, but how, how did yeah. you find the- Again, I, I'm one of those people that like to sort of think, as you mentioned in, in the optimized interview days, I like to think about everything, not just the interview, but like the room and the setting and the chair and where, right. how far from the screen. Cause I feel like these are things that I can control. And I feel yeah. like, you know, if you're really well-dressed, um, really presentable, first impressions, and the first station is a portfolio station, which is great because it means that you can really sell yourself and you, you know, that if you're really passionate about cardiology, it will come across, right? Yeah. And I yeah. felt that if I did that and then messed up later on in the interview, having made a first impression would sort of, like my aim was that that would hopefully balance things out. Um, yeah. And I think that might have worked in my favor as well. Uh, and so, yes, yeah, so I, you know, set out the room and, you know. So what does that, what does that mean? What do, you, what do you mean? To tell, tell me about the room yeah. setup you had. What did you do? Where was it? <laughs> so now this is obviously, this was at home. So I first had my desk and then I had, uh, I measured the distance between the camera and where I would be sitting to make sure that I was in like in full view of the, oh, nice. um, of the screen. And, and that if I did have any arm movements, they weren't too, like, they weren't too much or too destructive. I didn't have anything in the background that was that would distract away from me, but I did have a nice plant in the corner just to show them <laughs> that I'm like it's not just like a white. Well, I don't know. I just overthought the whole process, but I just made it look like it was like a YouTube, like you know, if someone was filming a YouTube yeah. video and how clear it would be and how like what I thought a good YouTube video looked like is how I yeah. tried to set up the interview. Um, but you know what? Even that that even if that even yeah. if that didn't impact. The interviewers, I imagine it yeah. probably gave you yeah. that confidence that you had controlled the thing that you could control. Yeah, yeah, precisely. It, it, it gives you that initial confidence that, right, this is a station that I know I've practiced and I'm quite happy in this environment. I'm quite comfortable at the moment. And that means I will come across quite comfortable and I'll come across quite confident, even though I'm literally dying inside. Like, it will come <laughs> across different <laughs> on screen. That was, my, that was my thought process behind that. Yeah, great. And then how, how was the portfolio station? Were they quite friendly or was it quite formal? Um, so they started off quite formal and like they don't give you anything. And so I just knew that I just had to like, you know, I, I had really practiced my portfolio station. And I know you did say in, in like, you know, in the optimized interview days that try to not practice it too much, but um, I'd practiced it way too much and then I had <laughs> unpracticed it. So <laughs> just to make it seem really natural, right? And yeah, I, great. I'm just one of those people that like to really practice things. So I practiced it and I pretended to unpractice it so just to make it flow really well and just like change the tone and then just like 
randomly put in phrases that would seem like it's not practiced, even though they were practiced. So it just, and then I used, obviously, I used the calm going to the clinical and academic and management, but obviously making it flow in a way that didn't seem like I was using it. And I think the, the changing point in that station was when they asked the follow-up question. And because I think obviously everyone will say the same things about, you know, the experience they've had and the papers they've published. And, and but then I think what really, you know, for me, what I feel like changed their attitude towards me in that station was when they asked me what um, I thought cardiology would be like in five, 10 years time. That was the yeah. follow-up question. And I prepared for this because I thought, well, I think a lot of people are going to, uh, having practiced a lot of people, we come up with very similar answers. And I'd thought the night before how I could change my answer. And for Smart. me, it was more like, um, I'm not going to focus on using, you know, just going too deep into AI and machine yeah. learning, which is what a yeah. lot of people were saying. Yeah. And I just thought, what answer can I give without really giving an answer? And so I thought I would break it up and say, you know, when I, when I think about cardiology in the future, I think about it from a trainee perspective and from a patient perspective and from a management perspective. And that's when they changed. Like, I, th- I don't think they'd had that that whole day because I think they then changed and they were really friendly and like, very interactive. And they were, I felt like they warmed up to me with that answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that was it. <laughs> that's yeah. great. You know, doing something that's not textbook and something that makes you seem human and real helps build that connection, right? Because yeah. I imagine over Zoom, it's much harder to build that rapport and to say something real is yeah. really, really good. Good, good. And yeah. so, so then how, how was the clinical one? I mean, how did you find that? Were you able to, you know, keep it quite natural there as well? Or were you quite prepared? So I was quite prepared, but actually it was, so I... So for me, it was down here at the clinical station because I, on the first, you know, the very easy stations, but on the first station, they tended to go straight into management, which yeah. I had not practiced because I had always, you know, I'd, I'd been practicing that, you know, you go through the patient history, blah, blah. So I was, I thought that it was a trick question and they wanted me to do the history because if I didn't, then I would have like jumped a whole bunch of steps and marks, right? And so I yeah. started off by saying, yeah, I would take the history. And they're like, actually, we don't want that. Just go straight to management and just explain to the patient what, you know, how you would manage them and yeah so I, I stumbled a bit there but then uh, I think I just managed to answer all their questions but it just didn't seem natural at the first station it just didn't seem as practiced at the first station and ironically I'd say I'm really good under pressure in my first station <laughs> <laughs> but I think as, as as I mentioned I think the structures that you guys gave us and like sort of front loading things um, did help so I just kept thinking that if I if I'm thinking about the answer, I can sort of structure out how I'm going to answer it whilst yeah. I think about what I'm going to say. And that, that really, I feel like that really helped sort of deal right. with the panic in the situation. I was like, okay, I'll say one, two, three things and then elaborate on those three things. That's how yeah. I structured it. That's how I approached it. Yeah. Great, great. So just before you go, can I ask about yeah. the MedReg interview? Because I know that was something new. Was that something that was harder than yes. you expected or easier? I think it was... In the moment, it felt really hard because it's stuff that you do on a daily basis and you just say what you do. So it feels like you're not saying much. Yeah. But actually, in hindsight, I think that's what they want. They just want you to say what you would do. So there's no there's no complexity to it. And so I think we overthink it. And I would say just don't overthink it. Just say what you literally do on take. And that's what they want to hear. Yeah. Great. Cool. And so, I mean, it sounds like you're, you're very prepared. So I, I, I guess if I was to ask you for a final piece of advice for, for anyone yeah. who's preparing, maybe there's someone who's in the earlier stages, maybe IMT1, IMT2, 
what would you say to them? Yeah. yeah, I would say definitely these things that you need to do early, like I say, publications, audits and presentations, I think these are the things that you definitely need to do early. But I think there's a lot of things that you can also do very like last minute in the last year. You can, you can do two cycles of an audit in six months. You can do it in three months, but you can't have a leadership position in the last two months So because they require three months. So there's things that you need to plan ahead and try and, you know, try and get those opportunities. I, I struggled with a leadership one, I will admit. And I... Um, it's tough, yeah. Yeah, I had applied for that, like the BGCA representative positions and I didn't get one. And I was like, what am I going to do? But however, actually, I thought about it in hindsight. I've actually done something that I hadn't thought about as leadership during the COVID um, um, pandemic uh, at the beginning. And so I, I feel like leadership audits, presentations, you need to do in the first year of IMT and everything else you can pretty much do at any point. Yeah. That. Great. Well, congratulations again, Yusuf. Thanks. I'll leave you to your clinic, but uh, thank you for taking the time. Thank <laughs> you.